Hello. Bonus episode of Here this podcast are. is not for you. Yeah. My name is Wes. Um <laughs> my, name, my name is Jake. <laughs> cool. Uh we are talking about the film Everything Everywhere All at Once. This movie just came out not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It is a A24 film. Uh all the rage right now, A24. In the yeah. independence and they, they are just cranking them out. Mm-hmm. Uh it is directed by Daniels, quote unquote, which is Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. That reads right. But collectively, they're known as Daniels, uh, written and directed by them. Before this movie, they also made a movie called Swiss Army Man, starring Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel uh, Radcliffe. Daniels. This movie Radcliffe. stars Michelle Yeoh, uh, Ki Hoi Kwan, well which is. Most people will know him from Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. He played Short Round as a kid. He was also in Goonies as a kid. Um, and then Stephanie Su, I don't, H-S-U, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that you correctly. You stuck either. the landing. Thank well you. Well done. Uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis is yep. kind of the other name in it. Uh, we saw this the other day. Jake, you have seen it twice. Peyton and I have only seen it the one time. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty wild. Yes. Needless to say. Yes. So before we get into discussing some spoiler-free stuff. Before the, we discuss spoiler-free stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is well, spoiler section. I want to see. <laughs> no, this is spoiler. <laughs> this is spoiler spoiler-free. <laughs> okay. So uh, before we get into the talk in, spoiler in stuff. hums and beeps. What is your best description of what this movie is about? Give me your best description, Jake. Uh, the, a mother is contacted by a multiverse version of her husband. A wife is contacted by a multiverse version of her husband, warning her of some sort of danger. And she is the best version of herself to combat said danger. That would be it. Wow. That was a pretty good. That was a pretty good description. Peyton, Mine's you have a better. better one? Ready? Here we go. Go. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Perfect. That's yeah. the perfect description of this movie. That's what I yeah. have. That's what I was coming back to when I was trying to describe it to mm-hmm. somebody else. Is like, that's it. The t- it's mm-hmm. it's probably the best example of a title fitting how the movie felt that I've it's seen like in a long time. Every the kitchen sink is in this movie. It's just constant. Yeah. Um, I think your description is the best spoiler-free description of the plot, probably. Mm. Um, it's a f- f- sort of a family story, Story-y, family, family drama. drama. Yeah. Um, but way more complicated and convoluted than that. Yes. Um, so, spoiler-free discussion. Okay. This is before the spoiler-free section. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of the movie? Jake, upon your... What do you think after your first viewing, and then how was it on the second time? Yeah, when I walked out, I saw it with my fiance, and we were kind of just like not really saying much of anything, you know. And she was like, "That was crazy," and I was like, "At at the very least, it's impressive." Yeah, at the very yeah. least, if you if you think that the story was stupid, if you, I mean, I rolled my eyes when we saw the trailer. I was like, "I am so over this." Like, 
you know how if you've a long time listener, you know how we feel about multiverses. But it's like the, just the idea is boring now, and so I was so over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked out and I was like, if you, I could see if you hated that, at least you can be like that was impressive. So those were my initial like walked out of the first time feeling. You know, yeah. And you wouldn't have that feeling if multiverses hadn't been being done to right. death. Yeah, and yeah. also probably currently being done by one of the biggest like film corporation yeah. with Marvel. Yeah. You know? I think this, and it's a smaller contained thing, obviously, but I think that it does more with less, way more successfully than Marvel is even close to doing in terms of their multiverse mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, well, the reason for doing it is very different, I think, with Marvel. Yeah. Um, but anyway, those yeah. are my first initial. Thanks. Peyton? Um, it's very similar. Uh, pretty floored. Pretty, um, uh, very entertained and, um, there's a lot to think about, uh, extremely creative, Mm -hmm. I would say, and the best iteration of a multiverse thing that there is. Uh, yeah, I feel like. I came out of it having been really entertained mm-hmm. and it was fun. Yeah. Like just fun and silly, <clears throat> funny, good action in it. Like, and creative is just the word. Like, yeah. just off the wall stuff that you did not see coming. Right. Choices made that you thought were going to go one way. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, no, we're still doing this bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just very distinct. Um, yeah. I had a little bit of problems with some of the messaging of it, which we'll probably get into in the spoiler section, but not in a way that's like... Not not in a way that takes away from the creativity that they had mm-hmm. and the things that they did accomplish. Um, I just think some bigger picture choices could have been better in terms of what they were trying to say with all of their creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can get into that in a second. And then I just thought the performances were all really great and funny. And yeah. Um, yeah. So those were our general thoughts. We'll get into spoilers now, I guess. Um, unless there's anything else we want to say, do we want to do any more discussion about it's this? I was saying this before we started rolling this is a hard movie to talk about concisely because it's so complicated and convoluted and there's so many things mm-hmm. going on in it that I was exhausted after watching it mm-hmm. in a good way. Hmm. But it was like, I mean, it is all over the place in terms of tone. Mm-hmm. It is mm. hilarious. And then it's sad and then it's really dramatic. Yeah. And then it's, hilarious again Mm -hmm. and then it's an action movie at the same time as it's being funny right yeah so it was really like um enthralling in the truest sense of the word it the one criticism i think i had just in terms of practically was it felt long yes um and it is longer two hours and 20 minutes is a little bit longer than i think you would expect a movie like this to be yeah. <clears throat> I didn't want to say that it overstayed its welcome necessarily. 
but I think it could have benefited from trimming down. Yeah. It would have made this stuff have a, be a bit more impactful, I think. Yeah, you just get fatigued, naturally. Mm-hmm. And I think we said this in the post-movie circle. Mm-hmm. When a movie is this relentless in terms of pace and it doesn't really mix it up as much, mm-hmm. it can feel longer because it's just like, boom, boom. It yeah. feels like kind of getting like hit in the head with a hit in the head over and over mm-hmm. again, you know? Um, yeah. But is there anything else that we wanted to say before talking about spoilers? So yeah, if, if you, if you didn't think that it looked interesting or you don't know anything about it, or maybe you saw Swiss army man and you weren't super into it. If you like well choreographed action, if you like absurdity, if you like, like, poignant storytelling, if you like, uh, for the most part, when I was very surprised and happy and pleased with A24 in this regard, appropriate entertainment. Now, I mean, there's a couple things where it's like, "Mm, could do without that. But in terms of, like, I mean, A24 most of the time is on... Pretty intense. Yes, and not always appropriate for... It's like IFC. Yeah, yeah. And so I felt like, for the most part, it was fairly clean. I mean, I think there was some language, but I don't... I mean, yeah. that doesn't bother... I mean, that's just not something that I struggle with at all. Um. So... Yeah. But I would just from, disagree with that because the couple things that were were pretty, like, wild. You know what I mean? Like... I don't. In the spoiler-free section, yeah, I don't talk, know. We can talk about the spoilers. Okay. Um, we'll get into that. So it makes bag on that. Yeah. So maybe, maybe not. I guess you'll have to see for yourself. I would definitely recommend recommend it because it's just, you have no idea what you're in for going into that yeah. movie. Like, you can watch a trailer and you're like, oh, wow, that looks kind of like all over the place and crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's you an understatement. You don't know where the plot's going. Yeah. Like, you don't know what could be coming next. Yeah. yeah. And it just keeps taking left turns constantly, not in terms of plot, just in terms of like what you're actually looking at Mm -hmm. is so wild and weird that it's just constantly interesting. That's the other thing I was going to say before spoilers, maybe I guess is the amount. This must have been an absolute nightmare to make. I can't even imagine making this movie. Edit. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the amount of set changes, the amount of costume changes, yeah. like, there was a lot that went into that movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, changes aspect ratio, changes yep. frame rate, right? you know, and it's just like, yeah, the set changes, and yeah, it's... it's and then characters playing multiple versions of themselves, and, yeah. like, yep. needing to Physical keep performances changes. straight. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah pretty, it must have been an editor's nightmare. It's pretty sure. impressive. Uh, before we get into spoilers, it's doing... Before, before? Or? It's doing pretty well financially. It had a $50 million budget, correct? I, I can't yes. see. Yes, we looked that up. Yes, on the, it had yeah. a $50 million budget, and uh, we just saw recently that it hasn't had very much drop-off at all in terms of audiences. Like, how many days ago was it like a... 115% increase in terms of people going to see it. I think it was like three days ago or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so the, the the total worldwide gross right now is $38 million. And for an independent movie like this, I feel like that's 
pretty good. I mean, A24 is not making movies that rake in mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of right. dollars. Yeah. Um, this and, one's going to be a cult movie that lives for yeah, a long time. And it's increasing in word of mouth, for sure. Yep. Yep. Like, more and more people are going to see it more recently than they were whenever it first came out. Which, for sure. Um, I'm not sure when the... March 25th was yep. the official release date. So it's been out for 38 days. And then wide release was April 8th. Um, so it's been out for a while, but it feels like it's gaining traction, you know. Um, so let's get into spoiler discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, just to start off, there's just scenes in it that are just so bizarre. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Spoilers. Spoiler. Uh, spoiler. So bizarre and weird. The ones in particular that you were talking about or that I was referring to in the last section where you felt like it's fairly clean. Right, okay. But the, the there's a couple scenes where I'm just like, it's a lot, is a character beats up and kills guys with giant dildos. Mm-hmm. And then two characters... Uh, are in a choreographed like kung fu fight scene with trophies stuck up their butt. And it's it's those are in the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's silly and funny. Yeah. It's not super graphic, but what's happening is not clean necess- you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's just so like strange and off the wall that it feels so that's what I mean whenever I felt like it was bordering on the couple scenes that are inappropriate yeah. are pretty inappropriate. I see. I mean, on my A24 scale, I just absolutely disagree. I mean, like the Midsommar stuff. Sure. I, I, mean, d- I like, just mean generally speaking, but I, I agree I, with yes, A24. I, that's really what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. On the A24 scale is really. Yeah. A24 you know, can make even like Lighthouse stuff. had. A uh, lot of stuff in it. Yeah. You know, a couple sequences where it's like, yep. Figured you'd go there. Kind of wish you didn't. Right. Now we have to sit through it, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like... At least this was, like, humorous. Same with Green Knight. You know, Green Knight had that... Just the one scene, yeah. Very, very... Like, that was just... And I was already not into it, you know. Sure. It's just like... But, I mean, this, that's like, it's censored, which I think is hilarious. And it's, you know, it's so it's like... The other guy has pants on. So, you know, I just never felt like... But on the A twenty four scale, for sure. Yeah, and it I guess it just it does sound sound worse than yeah, it is in yeah. the movie. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's just scenes that are just so off the wall and weird. I think my favorite joke in the movie is that she doesn't think that who's she the, the main character, character thinks that Ratatouille is. Rakakuni, mm-hmm. and then you see a universe where that actually happens. Where instead of a rat controlling a kid, it's a raccoon, and it's an animatronic raccoon that we found out later is voiced by Randy Newman. Um, it's just so strange and off the. But the joke that we talked about afterwards is it keeps cutting back to that world mm-hmm. and the story of this guy and the raccoon that controls him with his yeah. hair, and. It's like taken off in a truck, and then they gotta go after the truck. Yeah, it like becomes its own subplot briefly. Yeah, there's a world with hot dog where every human being has hot dogs instead I think of fingers. That's the most impressive part about the different universes, specifically because they make the joke, and then not only do they explain the joke, they say uh, she jumped to a universe where the evolutionary branch 
went a different way and everyone has hot or whatever and they hilarious they show a scene from it hilarious and then it cuts to the animal the apes it's with yeah. hot dog fingers it's killing a, the last it's ape a 2001 a space odyssey so reference. yes yeah killing, i think that's the part that killed me the most yeah is it goes that far yeah, so it's ten thousand be you know and it's like they're killing the last one with human hands you uh-huh. know <laughs> and then the introduction the, later after you've seen the universe with the hot dog fingers quite a bit, the introduction later that everyone becomes really good with their feet. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, someone's playing piano with their feet yeah. and, like, caressing and, one another with their feet. And those two characters even be... It even ties to, like, the main universe, those two characters, like, actually becoming yes. friends, friends, kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's so strange and just bizarre and... I. I I think the most impressive thing is like, and we, you guys literally clapped after it was done, but the first fanny pack fight scene is crazy. Yeah, it's so funny. Yep. The, the shot of the fanny pack rolling over with the camera on it as uh-huh. it's going in yep. a circle is just like, yep. And you don't really know what you're getting into yet at that mm-hmm. point. So you're just That's like, That's really the kickoff point where things are going to get weird. Yeah. To be honest, I wish more of the movie was like that. A little bit more grounded combat kind of thing hmm. like that. Or maybe one more scene, like yeah, it, I think yeah. would have been really cool. Like, yeah, it does get pushed to an absolutely absurd yeah. degree where very quickly, like her, she goes to a universe where her yeah. pinkies are super, super strong. A lot of kung pao vibes. Yeah, yes. like yeah. It's, yes, it's just so off the wall. And or should, so we probably should talk like more generally about like how do you feel the pacing, the the acting, the plot. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say the most impressive thing to me. Out of all of that stuff was, I thought the performances were great. Specifically, uh, the guy that played Short Round. Mm-hmm. He has not acted since he was a child, really. He's been an assistant director and a stunt coordinator for a while. He did stunt coordination for the X-Men movies, which I did not know. Weird. Um, but he was so funny in it and mm-hmm. really, really good at switching between all of these personalities. Yeah. Um, I think pacing-wise, it... I think it could have used about 10 minutes cut off, 10 or 15 minutes. Especially near the end, it started to slow down a little bit. Like, a lot of it's in slow motion at the end. And for dramatic effect, I get it. But after relentless pace, Mm -hmm. then it really slows down. And you just want... It feels like it needs to end sooner than it does a little bit. Um, But... And then the last point I was going to make, and then I'll let you guys kind of share how you felt about it but uh i didn't love the message of the movie which it felt like they almost didn't really have one it's been talked about as like kind of tackling nihilism mm. like nothing really matters and the movie kind of lands on that side of nothing really matters so find stuff to care about and so care about the little moments with your family that are good. And I just don't think that's a good answer. If nothing matters, that's mm. not enough. Um, being kind is not enough. Like, it, yeah, the movie's too big to care about something that small. Yeah. To really like make you care about something that small. And I think that's too profound of an idea for a movie like this. Like, I think the strengths of this movie are, the absurdity of it and like mm-hmm. the silliness ground the plot in something much more relatable and connectable to 
people hmm. as opposed to, oh, also nothing matters and just like, I guess, find connections with your daughter. Yeah. Um, I think if that was a much, if the underlying plot was a bit more, or the relationships, I guess, were a bit more traditional, like reconciliation happens. Uh, Basically the motive of the antagonist. Yes. Was more clear. I mean, the relationship between the protagonist and the antagonist. The the antagonist of the movie is the protagonist's daughter. They don't have a good relationship. And, uh, yeah, we don't need to get into the details of, like, the multiverse aspects of their relationship. But Yeah, I think if it was a little more human of, mm-hmm. like, all of the antagonism is just, just based on their separation. Right. I think that... Is yeah. more human. The ending feels a lot more hopeful, impactful, impactful. A little bit hopeful too. Yeah. Um, I like the jump that they did. I liked the effort, the ambition of mm-hmm. going for something that huge of an idea. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they had an answer for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think they landed answer. it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was my biggest criticism of the movie is I felt like the messaging, like the, the theme and the point was lacking in terms of weight it didn't feel like they had anything actually deeper or meaningful to say Mm -hmm. and there was so much going on that i i wanted something a bit more either simple and relatable or something more profound they were like in in the middle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like they strived for something sort of but then didn't really get all the way there but wildly entertaining wildly creative and still worth a watch. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a a weak point of the movie, in my opinion. How do you guys feel about it? Nice. Just talk at the same time. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, um, in the post-movie circle, I think that my biggest takeaway was upon second viewing, um, learning to love and appreciate uh, all the different versions of the people in your life. Uh, so y- there is a giant monologue about being nice and being kind for sure. So I absolutely understand, uh, you know, people grabbing that this is what the filmmakers were trying to say. But I think that there was, feels like they were trying to say so much that the that is one of them for sure. That to me, the one that I grabbed the most from was, you know, there's a universe out there where Jamie Lee Curtis and the mom, you know, they have a romantic relationship or whatever And her being able to pull from those emotions gives her empathy for Jamie Lee Curtis's character in the main one that we've been watching, you know? And so it's almost like inside. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, inside out, sorry. Yes. Inside, inside out. out. I assume that that's what not Bo. It Burnham's. is not like Bo Burnham's <laughs> okay. inside. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, I thought that was a good message, and I don't think that that was by any means the dominant thought of the movie. Um, but I do think that there's some, some... It's nice to see quality independent cinema getting recognition on this level. Um, I mean, it opened in 10 theaters. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's crazy. And now it's in, I think it's 2100 or something. Yeah, 2220. So it's it's nice to see this to me this feels like a script a movie that got made and then A24 bought the distribution. That's what it feels like to me. Could have been. And I don't know if that's 
the case, but that's what it feels like to me because it's so. I mean, yeah, you I said mean, fifty you million said the, dollars is absolutely nothing. You said the, of, yeah. the the visual effects department, the special effects I'm department, sure was had five five people, people on the team. Yeah, and I I think I said this to you as we were driving afterwards. It's like it felt DIY. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the animatronic raccoon, mm-hmm. the the scene with the dog. Like, it looked like yes. they just got, like, a yes. stuffed animal yeah. and put it on and a And they leaf. weren't ashamed of it. Right. It was like, this is what it is. Like, yeah. That's what made it funny. She's And she's literally throwing a dog at someone. So it's like, oh, who yeah, cares? Jenny Gin- Slate's yeah. also in it. Jenny uh-huh. Slate's a name. Who cares what it looks like? Like, obviously, it's not a real dog. We're not going to yeah. pretend that, you know. And so, but, yeah, it's nice to see, you know, independent, high-quality movies getting made and distributed and recognition on this level. Yeah. Um, with, I think at least something positive to draw from. You know, maybe it's yeah. not the end-all, be-all of theology or worldview, mm-hmm. uh, but just the fact that the mom has conviction for taking a marriage vow when she's presented yeah. with the idea of having a divorce, you know, given to her, and she's like, but we made a, we yeah. literally made a vow. Like, what? what's up with this? You know, and yeah. it's like, yeah. that is, there's, even the fact that that's counterculture is sad, yeah. but it's, you There's know, family like, stuff, there's father-daughter, mm-hmm. there's daughter, mother-daughter, mm-hmm. yeah. there's husband-wife, so anyway, yeah, yeah, and uh, on top of all that, it's two chickens, hilarious, impressive. Chicken on goat, goat on chicken. <laughs> Sorry, you know. I had to throw it in. But yeah, anyway, uh, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was the best part of the movie, for sh- by far. I thought she was hilarious. I mean, every time she was on the screen, it was I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, she's basically just being the slow motion. Oh my gosh, she's just being gross and yeah. brooding and. I, it was hilarious. Um, I don't think I've ever seen her in something that just blew me away either. Yeah. Aside from this. I right. Mean, this was like... No, yeah, I think... I was waiting for Jason to pop in somewhere. <laughs> but, um, f- it's it's Jason, right? It's not Freddy. It's Mike Myers. Halloween. Isn't that his name? Jason? Halloween? Yeah. That's Mike Myers. Who's Jason? Friday the 13th. That's Freddy... Jason is Freddy Krueger? Freddy Krueger is, is Jason. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Who's Jason? Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Right. Jason Halloween Voorhees. is Michael Myers. I was waiting for Michael Myers to yeah. pop out. There you go. We're going to make a super cut of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, touchdown turnaround, obviously. Touchdown turnaround. <laughs> Did I say touchdown turnaround? Oh. Um, I, think, I think it could have been shorter. I think the first act was... A little draggy. Mm-hmm. Mainly the first scene. It was like really choppy. Yes. Yeah. The dialogue was like really abrasive. It felt like they wanted to get to the crazy yeah. editing stuff yeah. and didn't know how to edit normal things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really abrasive um, at the very beginning. And then once that first scene got through and the first title comes up, then I think it was smooth sailing. Um, it fe- Again... Not a bad thing. It's just it was fatiguing and it felt really long because of how much is happening constantly. Yeah. Um, so I think you've got to be more... I think a, something under two hours would have felt better because mm-hmm. you wouldn't have left the theater so tired. Mm-hmm. At least I wouldn't have. But, I mean, hilarious. And yeah. really creative the way they did the multiverse stuff, I thought. Um, specifically the, the only thing I was murky on a little bit was like, how exactly 
when exactly it's affecting the other universes. Cause like sometimes you get punched and then it would cut to the other universe and they would be getting affected by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really quite understand the relationship between the, the multiverse. It's probably well. intentionally a little right. bit vague. Yeah. Um, I love the idea that you have to do something insane. Yeah, that like was really the most funny. crazy thing you can think of something right now random and to be weird. able to jump to a different multiverse. Like she snorts a fly at one point. Yeah. I love the idea, and this kind of goes off Jake's point, of all these universes that are around hers being ones that are the most successful. Like one degree of a decision that you made 15 years ago would send you on this mm-hmm. yeah. other universe. Which is more of a realistic like interpretation of multiverse creation than I think Marvel has done or I think other people have done because it's just they exist. Yeah. This is actually it's like, like butterfly they effect. They exist stuff. because butterfly effect. They exist yeah. because Oh, you're saying Marvel is butterfly effect? No, no, no. This yeah, yeah. It exists because of a decision. Yeah. So originally there was one universe and then whatever mm-hmm. that at least is like more buy-inable yeah. than some Marvel stuff. Um, and so off of Jake's point, I interpret those as being like the parts of her, mm-hmm. of the main characters. Like she was, she, she could be a really good singer. Yeah. She could be, hmm. um, was another one that was adjacent. Um, sign spinner. <laughs> Science Spinner. Yeah. Good uh, at Kung Fu. Good at Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that... But the, like an actress. Yeah. Good at Kung Fu. I liked the concept that she has the most potential because she's the worst at all of it. Right. She's the worst version of her, like the lamest, which means she has the potential to do all of these things. Yeah. She which has the most kind of funny, access. Yeah. Because they're all really close to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's one decision away from being good at this or good at this yeah. or good at this or, you know. Yeah. I I loved that all the exposition had to come out of the guy that played short round mm-hmm. because he's just funny sounding. Like his voice is funny and uh it's scratchy. Yeah, and uh his accent is just he's just funny mm-hmm. too. I think he was a great choice for that character and he nailed it. Um which I was surprised by. I I don't know what expectations I had for <laughs> The other thing is, Him? he's exactly the same as he, he was. He sounds yeah. the same. His yeah. voice is like one octave deeper, and that's it. He's the yep. same. Same energy. I, yeah. I, I, I do think my favorite joke or the thing that he does in the movie is, okay, follow my lead. Oh, my God. And yeah. it just starts oh, screaming because it's so really tense. And yeah. like, oh, okay. All right. Follow my lead when you can. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah. Uh I agree with a lot of what you said. I, If you were to cut 10 to 15 minutes out of it, I think it would be really solid in terms Speaking of its Speaking of which, we're at 31 minutes. All right. Uh, but yeah, I think we'd all recommend seeing it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, for sure. It's a weird one. Prepare yourself to throw any expectations you have out because they're not going to match up. This yeah. movie is so... I will say this, though. I think it'd be entertaining to more of a mass audience, and that's being made pretty clear how many theaters there are now, than a lot of A24 and a lot of Mm -hmm. independent film. Because I think 
it's just pure it's just objectively funny yeah. i think that um people can think it's insane obviously and it is but it will entertain it will yeah. entertain you i yeah. think for the most yeah. part it's insane but not in a way that makes it completely incoherent not understandable yeah like you can follow pretty much what's going on and honestly if you stop following what's going on it's still entertaining you know yeah. like if you stop thinking about the logic of jumping between multiverse you get you just get the idea that's what she's doing mm -hmm. then you're fine yeah. you know um but yeah uh i think that's all we got yeah go check it out a lot of good movies coming out yep a lot of good movies coming out. Might be going to see Northman soon. I'm excited about that. Maybe keep your eyes peeled for another bonus app. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe. Alrighty. My name, My is, name is Wes. Wes. Uh.